last week, I was um, joking around a bit, as I want to do, um, and uh, Karen Carroll, uh, you've hopefully read about in the bulletin now, who's going to be going on a medical missionary uh, trip with some of the uh, some Episcopalians and others out of Charleston, and she's going to take a moment and uh, tell us a little bit about that journey. Um, she's going to tell us because she's also seeking the lost and. They found her to go on this trip, so she's going to be found and go down there. And also because she is uh, wanting to raise about $1,000 or so in order for medical supplies to be purchased. They won't be purchased in the States, they'll be purchased in uh, the Dominican Republic. And she'll tell you about some of the things they do. So Karen, would you come up and share with us, please? And as I kidded her last week, she couldn't speak last week. This week she can, I can speak. I talk now. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos dias. Um, I moved here in April from the Dominican Republic. I was a, uh, an appointed Episcopal missionary there for 13 years. And never in my wildest dreams would I have thought that my life was going to turn out the way it did. But I am very, very blessed. The Episcopal Church in the Dominican Republic is a very vibrant, growing congregation. We have 76 churches and 26 private Episcopal schools. A church service in the Dominican Republic is a very joyful one. There are tambourines, there are drums, there's this funky looking thing that looks like a cheese grater that they call a guida that makes a sound. It is a wonderful and the wonderful experience. They even um, pass the peace to everyone. Uh, it, sometimes a peace, depending on the size of the congregation, can take five to ten minutes. And they join hands during the Lord's Prayer, which joins the whole community together, which is a very wonderful feeling. I have learned so much from my time there. The Dominicans are prayer warriors. They have a faith that God will provide for them. They are happy with not having as much material things as we do. My first year, five years there, I, the bishop asked me to help start a nursing home, which I did. Can you imagine nursing care for $200 a month and people who care for you like their own grandmother and grandfather? The other part of my time there was spent as the mission team coordinator, and I arranged all of the um, minutia of a team coming into the country. I had a lot of favorite stories from the teams. One of my best was a young teenage girl whose mother decided she ought to go on a mission trip so she could appreciate what she had. Well, she got down there and was not happy she didn't like the weather, she didn't like the food, which is wonderful food, and uh, she didn't like what we were doing. Well, she, we were ready to send her back to the States when she had a conversation with a young Dominican teenage girl. The American complimented the Dominican girl on her sandals, which were really cute, 
And that Dominican girl took off her shoes and she gave them to that American girl. That American girl was just blown away that somebody with so much less than she would do that. The whole thing with mission teams is a relationship. The, um, there was a great Georgia team that came down. It was all men and one woman, and they were going to build a church. Well, the women in the community thought that this woman shouldn't be laying block and doing all this heavy work, so they took her, took her to the home, and the first year this team came, she watched the women cook. They were going to teach her how to cook Dominican style. The second year that the team came down, she was able to chop up things. They allowed her to do that. The third year this team came, they had an apron ready for her with her name on it. That's what the relationships that are developing through these mission teams. Another medical team saw every single person in a small sugarcane village. And as they were leaving, the Americans were getting on the bus, and the whole village was out there clapping and waving goodbye to them. And this one woman physician said, wait a minute. She got off the bus, and she laid down her, took her shoes off, and she laid them down on the ground. Then one by one, every person in that team came, took their shoes off, and laid them all out there in a row. It was really a, a goosebump moment for me to watch that happen. And there was the villager all clapping and applauding to them. The, um, the reason I come to you today is one of my favorite teams was one from Charleston. And they have come a number of years and always work at different villages. This year, they're going to be in the capital at an Episcopal school, Episcopal church and probably see close to 1,000 people in a week. They uh, purchase medications, even vitamins and aspirin and acetaminophen are valuable to those people who can't afford medicines. That's where I'm hoping that you can help me a little bit. I'm asking for your prayers for this team and any donations that you can make towards the $1,000 goal that we have to purchase medicine. I promise that I will bring back pictures to let you see what happened during my time there. And I thank you very much. Dios te bendiga. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Karen for sh uh, sharing with us. If you will rise as you are able, we will continue now with the regular form of the service.